Well, I was at camp all week with kids, and uh, we had so much fun. But I thought, you know, I don't want to come home or be at camp worried about preaching and a sermon. So I love it when I got people that I can call on and say, you want to preach today or in, in a couple of weeks? And I asked Scott to come and share with us today. Scott, I, I just love it when he gets a chance to preach. And you know that Scott and I have been friends for way long time. And uh, it's just a privilege to have them in our church now. And God bless you. I don't even know where to start this morning. Let's just say it that way. Because everything that God did is so in line with what he has laid on my heart to share with you this morning. Todd and I were talking weeks ago. And I said, you know, I really felt that I was supposed to, to, to share this. But God had other words that he wanted to share that morning. And I said, I'm just, I, I didn't share it. I'm just going to hold it off. And he said, uh, there, there's a reason. I didn't know that Pastor Todd was going to call and say, or send me a text and say, hey, uh, be out of town. I need you to fill the pulpit for me this morning. And I'm going, well, I'd, I'd be honored. Um, you have no idea what God has laid on my heart and how this is going to work. So the warrior has no fear. We've been talking about, and Pastor Todd's been preaching about for this entire year that God wants more for us. And he's talked about the warrior and the various aspects. And I'm going to tell you this morning that a warrior has no fear in their heart. And with this being Father's Day, I'm going to kind of gear it towards us men first. So understand, guys, I'm speaking to us as fathers because it has to start with us to give to our families and to this church. We are responsible to do that. I have a bunch of scriptures this morning. So we're going to start in Ephesians chapter 6. So if you would stand with me, let's read this because this is what it's going to be on the screen here. This is what we have been talking about. Ephesians chapter 6. Is it not going to go? There it goes. Ephesians 6, 10 through 17. Let's read that together. Go ahead and push the space bar. Can you read it? Finally. but against against the power against this world take up the full armor of God that you may be able to suggest how can run everything to stand Having your 
faultless light of righteousness. salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god mm. father god i don't understand what you why you gave me this message i don't feel worthy to even deliver it but god help us to learn to be warriors with no fear. God, open our eyes this morning to show us what this scripture means to us and what it says to us today. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. You can be seated. Solomon, when he was dedicating the temple in 2 Chronicles chapter 6, verses 12 through 15, he said, Then he stood before the altar in the presence of God and of all of the assembly. And he spread out his hands, for Solomon had made a, a bronze platform, five, cubic, five cubits long, five cubits wide, and five cubits high. And he set it in the midst of the courtyard, and he stood on it, and he knelt on his knees in the presence of the assembly of all of Israel. He spread out his hands, and he said, Lord, God of Israel, there is no God like you in heaven or on earth keeping your covenant and your faithfulness to your servants who walk before you with all their heart, who keep, you have kept your servants, my father David, that which you promised him. You have spoken with your mouth and you fulfilled it with your hand as it is in this day. When we look over to the book of Acts, chapter 2, verses 1 through 4, When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, there was a sound of a mighty, violent wind that came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed like tongues of fire that separated and rest upon each of them. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Then go over to Acts chapter 3, just the next chapter over, verses 1 through 10. Now Peter and John were on their way to the temple in the ninth hour, the hour of prayer. A man who had been unable to walk from birth had been carried and was set there, and he was set there every day at the gate at the temple, which is called Beautiful, in order for him to beg for charity gifts for those entering the temple grounds. When he saw Peter and John... About to go, he, re he began and he asked them to receive a gift. But Peter, along with John, looked at him intently. And he said, look at us. And he gave them their attention, expecting to receive something. But Peter said to him, I do not have silver and gold, but what I have I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene. Walk. And grasping by the right hand, he raised him up, and immediately 
His feet and ankles were strengthened, and leaping up, he stood and began to walk, and he entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people who saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the very one who was sitting outside the temple gate, beautiful, begging for gifts. And they were filled with wonder and amazement. A warrior has no fear of what could potentially befall them. A warrior is not concerned with what could harm the physical body. A warrior is only concerned is about the safety and the well-being of those that they have sworn to protect. They will not accept defeat. They will not quit. That sounds like a military ethos, doesn't it? So, let's take a look at what that says. There's the soldier's creed right there on the screen. Read it for me. So that's from our American soldiers. How is that different from what God wants you and me to be? When we look at the history of Israel, they were led out of Egypt, but they grumbled in the desert. It took them 40 years to finally cross over into the promised land. They were told to destroy all the inhabitants of the land. But they made friends with some. They were told not to intermarry. Oh, but they found all these brides and husbands and everything else. They wanted a king like everyone else when they had the best that there was in God. Some kings were good. Others allowed the idols of the day, the Baals and the Asherah to be worshipped. And what happened? Israel was scattered until it was restored as a nation on May 14, 1948. Hmm. I don't know about you, but not serving God sure led to a long downplay. But you see, The United States today is not much different than what Israel did then. We were a nation, that, a group of people that had come together so that we could worship God freely. 
We set out on our own. We became a nation. We had wars from, a, from abroad as well as within turmoils. We had a godly foundation in this country at one time. But then it slowly began decaying. We allowed those things that are sin to be legislated as okay and acceptable. Beware, sin is always sin. Regardless of what law is put in place, it's not okay. We allowed the pleasures to become idols and overtake the holiness of God. What was in the shadows has now come out. The idols of today say that the church is no longer important. There is no God and that they can and you can be your own God. We have allowed this unholy disregard to come into churches today. Churches today no different than the world outside the walls. The problem outside are mirrored in the church today. It's okay for divorce. It's okay for abortion. It's okay for premarital relations. It's okay to skip worship of God and to go to some sporting event or do this or that or the other thing. TV over my, over my Bible. TV over my prayer time. Oh, there are pockets that are here and there that are hungry for God. But the church today looks no different than the world that it's in when it was called to be separate. A warrior starts on your knees. Go back to 2 Chronicles chapter 6, verses 14 and 15. And Solomon said, what? Lord God, wait a minute. Lord God of Israel, there is no God like you on heaven or on earth. You see, today we have got to make him Lord and God. Lord, the one that has all power and authority over us. But I don't like to give up my... I'm the one that's in charge, Scott. I'm the one that likes to do it. Is there anybody like that besides me? Come on, church. And God, the one who is perfect, in power and wisdom and goodness, who is to be worshipped as creator and ruler of the universe, the one and only. Solomon had it right. Lord God of Israel, there is no God like you in heaven and on earth. We cannot be part-time Christians. 
It's not okay to come to church on Sunday and get a little bit of this and then go out and just live like whatever this week. We have got to quit being schizophrenic Christians. We have got to quit being part-time. Let me ask you a question. Is the part-time Christian the one that's constantly angry with God? Wait a minute now, Scott. You're kind of treading on your thin ice there, buddy. I am. Think about it. The part-time Christian wants God, they, they want to grab this Bible, and they want to rub it. God, come out. Give me what I want today. I need a Superman. I need this. I need that. God, instead of understanding this, Instead of taking the God that is in this scripture, who is alive and real today, that said, I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. I want to have a relationship with you. We say, just wait a minute, God. I've got other things I've got to do today. I can't serve you fully today. We create a God in a mold that we can accept. I'll say that again. We create a God that we can put in a mold that we can accept. Instead of the God of all creation who spoke the word and the entire world came into existence. The God. Are you creating a God? Not making Jehovah your God and your Savior. You see... We have got to get back to a point where it's all about making Him Lord and God in everything. We do not need a democracy. We are not equal with God. He is the one who is in control of this world and has it all ready in His hands. And He wants a personal relationship with you and with me. He wants to meet me on a daily basis, on an hourly basis, on a minute by minute basis, saying, I am your God. Worship me. But instead, we become schizophrenic church and we only worship him on Sunday mornings and we go and do whatever we want to do on Monday through Saturday. Yeah, I'm kind of preaching to myself. Because I do that too. Being a warrior requires power.
from God. Go back and look at Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. What did it say? And in that upper room, they waited on God, and the power of God fell like a violent, mighty, rushing wind. I need that in my life today. I need that power overflowing in my life. I cannot be a warrior for God unless I have that power in my life. <clears throat> Jared being a member of the military, did they just give you a gun and say shoot? Or did they train you? <clears throat> Did they just say, hey, go run this 10-mile this run? Or did they give you some training to do it? Did they just tell you to do your job? Or did they give you training to do it? We need to be trained by the power of God in our life. We need a supernatural power that, that, that takes on the gods of this world today. I can't do it in and of myself. We were talking... Was it Larry? Wayne, I apologize. Mr. Wayne was telling us how many Bibles they're giving out. Telling us all about, the, he, was, he mentioned the different cultures and everything else that's going on in this world today. Guess what? Those cultures are the gods of this world. They're the bales that we have allowed to come back into this world again. And when we allowed those to come back in, we can't do anything. And those gods are going to, what they're, they're going to do? They're going to create falsehoods and innuendo against you and against me. That church, that's a Bible thumper. He doesn't, that Bible doesn't even know what it's talking about. This morning, I was listening to a gentleman that was talking about, he was from the UN, and he said, we, we can create AI, and then we can, from that AI, we can rewrite the Bible, and we can write a, and let AI write a real religion, If you don't believe me, go look. They want to make their own God. And then this Bible that is written will be just downplayed. Those things that are sin will not be sin. Do what you want to do. Everyone did what was right in their own eyes. We need a supernatural power that only God can give. When you look at the story of Jesus and, and His baptism and then Him being led out into the wilderness, what happened? He was baptized and, and John said, oh, I can't do this. He said, no, you must do this. This is what has to happen. And not only that, he was baptized and then the Spirit of God came down on him. 
as a form of a dove. And then the Father spoke. And then Jesus went out for 40 days and He fasted. How many of you have a hard time fasting for one meal? He went out for 40 days and He fasted. And at the end of that, Satan came and began tempting him. This is Scott's version. Dude, I know you're hungry. Here's a rock. It looks like a piece of bread. It looks like a pretty good loaf. Why don't you just go ahead and do it? What was Jesus' response? Jesus' response was to come back with him at the, with the word of God and said, Man will not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. He said, throw yourself down from this high temple, this high place. Because the scripture says that God will give the angels charge over you. And what did, he, what did Jesus say? See, even Satan understands and he, read, he knows what the scripture is. He'll quote it to you. But he'll twist it to make it sound good. Jesus said, you're not going to, you don't tempt God. He said, well, I'll tell you what, why don't you just, you bow down and worship me. And Jesus said, get behind me. There is no other God but Jehovah. It starts with an infilling but then we have to fast and pray. There are some of us that are fasting and praying on a, on a weekly, on a daily basis for different things. We're praying on Sunday morning. We're fasting and praying that God's power and spirit would fall down on this place every Sunday morning. That when the word of God is preached, lives are changed. People are different when they leave this place. And they become who God wants them to be. We're praying and fasting for a youth and music pastor. Why? Because we believe that God is going to, to, to reach out to these young people who are lost. There's a world out there that is, uh, this world is telling them, hey, you can do whatever you want to do. You don't have to follow what that old Bible says. It's old. It's just, it doesn't even, it's not even pertinent for today. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The scripture has not changed one bit. There's nothing that's going to be taken away from or added to this. This is God's word. Fasting is about dying to self and seeking Him. It's not about losing weight. If you want to fast and lose weight, hey, go for it. Do that on your own. But when it's time to fast, begin to fast and pray and pray with everything that is in you and see what God would do. Lay aside your physical needs to find your spiritual weapons and find your spiritual guidance. 
Prayer is more than just calling out to God who could answer our prayers. Prayer is a time where I sit and I listen to what He wants to say to me on a daily basis. The infilling of the Holy Spirit is a, is a, is a dynamo. That, it is a perpetual motion that does not quit, that continues to explode and expound. See, when we were talking at the very beginning of the year, we were talking about the Holy Spirit was what? This mighty rushing water that's coming through with a, like a river that just does not stop. It's a dynamo. We need that in our lives on a daily basis. If I don't have that power flowing through me, I'm just like everybody else. And pretty soon, I just take this and I put it there. Well, and I got to move some things, so I'll just do that. Oh, I got to move it again. I, I got to clean this table off. And I set it over there. And pretty soon I forget where I've even put it. Instead of having it front and center in my daily life. I need the infilling of that Holy Spirit. I need that power. If you've ever heard how many of you have ever gone through a tornado? How many of you have you've heard that sound? It sounds like a train that's going by and it just, it, it is an un... It's a sound that you will not ever forget. I need that violent mighty rushing wind in my spirit every day. I've got to have it. And if I get it once, I'm not going to forget it. We cannot leave it aside and throw it away. We've got to pick it up every day. God, I need your spirit. A warrior will have no fear to proclaim God and his power. We have a world full of idols today. Because that's what the world wants. It wants its gods. It does not want the God. It does not want Jehovah. It wants a God or multiple gods. And you can worship whatever you want to do. Just go ahead and do it. We need to be like Josiah that removed the priests. He killed them. He took all the bales, all the Asherah poles, and he burned them, and he sprinkled those on their graves. We need to tear down the idols of this world, and it has to start with our heart getting right here today. We need a world that sees the power of Jesus. 
When you go back and look at what Peter and John, they were, what are they were doing? They were, they were just on their way, normal. I'm going to church to pray. It was that hour. This man was looking for a worldly fix. Something to get him by for the next day. He was looking for alms. And you see, that's what this world is looking for. They're looking for just this. Just, just get me through the day. Church, we have got to proclaim silver and gold. I do not have. But what I have, I give to you. Wait a minute. In order to have it, you got to go back to Acts chapter 1, chapter 2. You have to have that filling of that Holy Spirit to be able to give it out in Acts chapter 3. Guess what? In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk! We have got to be a church that walks up to people and says, rise up and walk in the name of Jesus. You don't need my money. You don't need anything that I can physically give you. I'm going to give you the best thing in the entire universe. I'm giving you Jesus Christ. And what happened? And he gave his attention to them. I don't have silver and gold. And he said, oh. He jumped to his feet. And he began praising God. And the world saw it. The world will see the changes. We have got to give that Jesus to this world so that when that person stands up that has been broken and beaten and destroyed by everything that is in this world, that the world sees a change and says, I need that. I need that. The world is looking for all the stuff, but what they're looking for is eternity. To become a fearless warrior, we must start at the altar on our knees. It's about a relationship that starts here. We must be filled with the Holy Spirit. I was reading an author this morning and it said, he said, the Bible records that on the day of battle, the Spirit came on Gideon, Samson, and Joshua, and they won. You can only fight evil by fighting with good. You can only fight darkness by being filled with His light. You can only fight sin by being filled with God's presence. 
You can only fight deception by being filled with, with the truth. Remember, the greatest warrior never fought alone. They fought by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We must be willing to proclaim to the whole world who God is. And men, today, that starts with my family. That starts with your family. That starts with this church, this congregation. It started with our pastor declaring to us who God is. And he's not afraid to let us hear him. And to let God do what God wants to do in our hearts and our lives. We need to be a spirit-filled church that is overflowing with the power of God. When people walk through the door, they know something is different. They can sense it. They're going, I, I need that today. We must start today. There is no tomorrow. You are not guaranteed tomorrow. The scripture is very plain with that. He says, tomorrow's not guaranteed. What are you going to do? You see, this world is begging for a real relationship with Jesus Christ. They're begging for a relationship, and God wants to have that relationship with them. Jesus was very plain. He said, you know, there's going to be some that come in the last day, and they're going to say, Lord, Lord, didn't you see all these things that we did for you? And he will say, depart from me. I didn't know you. Would you want to go ahead and come on up, Emily? It's not enough to play church. We've got schizophrenic churches all over the country. This is about a relationship with Jesus Christ. This is about a relationship and Him filling us with His Holy Spirit to go into a lost and dying world. This is, a this is about a warrior with no fear. Don't worry about what's going to happen to you. What about my job? What about this or that? I don't care. You know why I don't care? It's because God's got it under control. He will take care of you. He knows where the sparrow lives. He feeds them. This morning I was watching as the birds were just coming in. And we have two feeders and they were coming in and swooping in. And that tree was just full. Had hummingbirds and cardinals and wrens and everything. And I looked at that, and I was just like, God, you take care of them. Self, you need to die. Today, what are you going to do? 
What are you going to do with this message that I gave to you this morning? I didn't really give it to you. This is what God said. He said it in his word this morning to us. He said it in every song. There's a relationship that he wants to have. You need to be a warrior without fear. I'm going to make this very simple. Where do you want to start today? Are you just going to get up and walk out? That's okay. Or is it going to start here at this altar? Before God, do you need a new or a fresh infilling? Or if you've never been filled with the Spirit of God, today's the day. Let the Holy Spirit come and just do a new work in you. Let Him breathe through you a violent, mighty, rushing wind and fill you with His power today. Be a warrior with no fear. Father God, this morning, we just thank You. You are God. We are not. God, start with us today. Start with me.